0: You're now tuned in to this week's episode of For the Youth Podcast. Today, we continue sharing our collective expertise that'll show you how to harness your mind, understand your body, and control your movements to achieve consistent success and become a strong leader in your generation. And now, please welcome your hosts, Sean Singleton and
1: Bridget Hosick. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Sean Singleton, a.k.a. Sean the Speaker. And I am here with the lovely Bridget Hosick.
0: Hey, guys.
1: <laughs> My favorite co-founder, number two, sidekick, die. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she, yeah. She's awesome, guys. And there I want guys. to thank you guys. Just take a moment before I say anything else to so thank you for listening to the podcast and really allowing us mm-hmm. to understand you know, where to take our message and really how to lead this podcast and really give you the valuable content that is you know, encouraging you to listen and continue listening. And so we want to take the time to thank you guys for that. And I hope that You all are getting a lot out of the podcast and the effort that we're putting in.
0: 100%. We are so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for giving us your time and hopefully um, getting nuggets from here that you can attach to your life and make your life better. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because we all know that life is hard and you can't get through it by yourself. So I am excited Mm -hmm. today to talk about Brick 3 and friends and family. We're really going to break down this into two pieces. We're going to try to stay As general as possible, but we're gonna try to throw in specific nuggets from the book. And, you know, Bridget and I are gonna work together to make sure you guys understand how to lead your life with friends and then how to lead your life with family and then. When does that line sort of cross over and how does it separate? How does it continue? How does it sort of grow? How do we keep it? And so really, we're, we're going to help you guys figure that out through this podcast episode. So you guys be listening and taking notes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but,
0: yes, do it. Because I feel like this one is so important. You really are the top five people that you are around the most. Are, yeah. so like, I feel like this topic is huge. So I'm so excited to dive in. Like I love how you jump right into the book and um talk about like how friends and family are like so necessary. Like obviously this is an important topic. This is something that you are dealing with day to day to day and these are the people who are around you, these are the people who form you. Um so I think it's important for you say something about identifying the top five people and how they're influencing you and as like the first path. That you give in the first paragraph for everybody. Can
1: you break that down a little bit more for us? Yeah, I mean, I, like our, the biggest factor that shapes the way our thinking because we have so many experiences from other people that we learn from. So, like our first steps in the world, even as babies as toddlers, we're looking at other people, looking at our parents or you know our foster parents or whoever's our guardian at the time, and we're watching them. We're learning from them, and you know, fortunately, it, it continues. Not unfortunately, fortunately, it continues because I believe we learn from other people, so we prevent you know, from doing things that could harm us later. And so, you know, now the unfortunate part is we do end up around certain people who influence us to do things poorly or do, you know, make bad decisions. And that's where that line has got to be drawn because that's what kind of things start to come together. And it just sort of blends where now you're looking at your friends and they're doing something bad. And if something happens to you, you turn to your friend and it looks like they're doing something that's making them feel good. So you're going to do this bad thing to make yourself feel what they're feeling. And you're hoping that it's leading to an outcome that's going to be better, beneficial for you. And really, it could be just hurting you long term. Cause then, you know, at some point, what they're doing either stops or changes or gets worse. And now you got to ask yourself, am I willing to go down that path or go down that road? Or maybe they change into the opposite direction and do something better. But now you're stuck in this habit that may, you know, be detrimental to your health or just your environment and really put you in unsafe situations and spaces.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important then to sit and write down like the people who are influencing you the most, like to really take the time and do that and to stop. Um, I think it's so important because and then I would even do like what you said in the book is to um write down like how are they influencing you? And I would even do like a good influencing section and like a bad influencing section because everybody has a little bit of both when they come into your life because we're all human and not perfect, you know, so. Uh, but to see what is going to actually be detrimental to you and what's going to actually benefit you, you know, to just get a clear vision of like who you are around, it's like self awareness of the people around you.
1: Yeah, because I think we all have. I mean, even as adults, it, it changes. And at a certain point, your your friends constantly change. Like how you're going through school to school, and you're like, I can't wait to, you know, we graduate and we're gonna be friends together. Unfortunately, that's just not the, tr- the case. Most of the time, friendships don't last past the school that you're at because of proximity and you know you really don't have the relationship you don't have that connection anymore so you really t- latch on to someone else and you know that's just how life is even as adults because you generally your workplace becomes a spot where you could find a friend but it's hard to be friends with your coworkers because it's you know especially when it's, it's you get that relationship intertwined it's just like man <laughs> I know I just want to come here and work and then go home because you never really separate yourself from work and home and it, you know you can really create that barrier there but then it's just the fact that matters. Your life is going to get bigger, you know, meaning like more responsibilities, you know, less time to do, you know, have the free time you have because you may have a family or you may have kids or, you know, you may travel the world. You may have a career that takes you somewhere else. And so your friends are going to still change because your life is going to continue to change um, as you get older.
0: Can you give us an example of like a time in your life when you were younger <laughs> that um, that you had to really sort out friends and family and to like. Find and to find a space to build that foundation, even though these people are influencing you. And, like, did you have a point that maybe was like that you can give us an example of of where you had to create that clarity in your life?
1: Yeah. So, growing up earlier, you know, at 11 creates a, a little bit different challenges for you because me my friends aren't doing anything that I'm doing at home. So their life does not match my life at all. If it does, I'm not telling them about mine and I'm not finding out about theirs or they're handling theirs in a different way that either I don't like or I don't really, I'm not just really interested in finding out about. And so, you know, my circle of friends was really small and it's always been small and tight knit just throughout college. I mean, even I think Sydney, who is also a part of For The Youth, you guys will introduce him, uh, you know, a couple episodes from now, but you know, he was one of my friends I met during that age where we were just, we just met in proximity, but the relationships and the content and who he was, our lives matched. He also didn't have a father. His mom was also a single mother. He was also athletic and liked to work out. So, and thankfully we stayed in the same school district. So we got to grow together and really build a relationship. Now we've been friends for, you know, like 10 plus years now, almost 15 years. So it's, it's fun to see us each other grow and be connected with each other and still be, you know, part of that chemistry. So separating it right then and there really started with what you're going through in your environment and what you're going through at home. And so a lot of times, you know, you put off the friend that, you know, at school, for example, if you're going through something at home, when you get to school, you're going to look for someone that makes you feel comfortable, like like we talked about, it. and you can connect with and really allows you to be more of who you are if you feel limited at home. Or even if you have a good life at home, you just want to, you know, have fun and connect with someone. And, and just because you guys are doing school together, you're doing life together. And all of those things are fine and dandy. And there's not really a clear line in the sand to be drawn. It's like, this is how you separate your friends. But you know, like like we mentioned, writing them down will help you identify that right now because you'll kind of see where you want your life to go and you'll kind of know, are the people around me encouraging me to do things good or are they pushing me into a direction that I don't want my life to go?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So good. Oh, you know, what that just reminded me of is I was going through like values recently. Like, what are your values like with this that you're doing with your friends and writing them down? I think it'd be really important to write down your values and even see if they're aligned with yours. And if they don't, that is an easy way to make a decision of like letting them closer to you or like keeping a distance. You know, I think values are everything. And um. But you don't want to like attach yourself too much to them as well. Like you want to know that that's who you like. That's your, your foundation. Like you're actually the farmer of like the orchard of your values and you can actually just tend to them and make sure they're in good place. You don't attach too much to them and then lose people that you actually need in your life too. So, um, and where you can learn from them and, and people who think differently can actually teach you a lot, but there's also the, if it goes past the certain values, then you can really know who you are and stick to who you are and not jump on the coattails of others yep. and like doing what they want to do and, and just following them so i think along with your friends and um, family like that you're writing down i think it's really important to sit down right down your values with that too and see who aligns with you
1: that, that's good and it also makes me think of a point when you say that and i'm going to ask you to answer this but you know what the how do you avoid grabbing friends just for the sake of having them? Like, you know, there, there's a certain influence that, you know, maybe you just go to school and you're like, I don't really connect with anyone, but then there's someone who's doing something that looks cool. And now you're like, okay, if I do this, I'll be accepted by this group of people, but it's not who you are. It has nothing to do with what you value. Where does that line draw? I mean, how would you encourage someone to overcome that, that temptation to become something that they're not to, in order to try to fit yeah. in? That is super hard. I went
0: to school many different schools growing up i moved a lot being in a single mother's home like where we were bouncing around yeah. and it is so easy to just want to fit in and it's so easy to change yourself to want to be like fit in with those new groups and those new people because you never knew how long you're gonna be around them anyways you know right. so like what i like don't to not do that and just like stick to your values i think it's you've got to be okay with being alone yeah. And I think that when you're pulled away to be alone, I think that is a time where you're supposed to grow. Any other time where you're supposed to really look inward and work on yourself and find things within yourself that you enjoy. Because I think people get pulled or situations happen for a reason. Whether this person comes into your life and you don't feel connected or you're feeling that urge to just want to fit in, I think you have to stop immediately and go whoa what is happening here yeah. like am i going to feed into this and just go along with these people or am i going to go oh my gosh this might be a time of learning this might be a time of being alone a little bit this might be a time of looking inward and that is hard it's not easy yeah. but it's something that will serve you so well like even in like a week or two or a month or a year like you're going to have so much more to bring and you're going to attract the best people for your life when you
1: do that. Yeah. And I love you said that because, you know, also adding to that, I think if you take your values and find an activity that's aligned with them, there's so many things in schools and just even in the community, you know, regardless of your age range, like there's just things in the community or in school that you can connect with if, if it doesn't exist, start it. And, you know, don't be afraid to create something that you value to see who else is interested because you never know who will show up. I, it's just kind of like tutoring, you know, I, something so common. It's like in tutoring in school, like you go to it and you're like, what, why are you in here? You have like a 4.0. Like, why are you, you know, people were surprised to see me going to after school. I'm like, this is why I have a 4.0 because I don't, I, I don't right. care if you see me in here. <laughs> I don't understand what's being taught. So I'm going to go to this place to learn it. And I know that has nothing to do with values, but it's the same principle applies. If I have something that I value and it's not there, I'm going to create it and see who comes. And when they come, we'll realize, wow, we actually connect on something or you need to find that I can be more of myself with this group of people. I don't have to act like the people... That are you know laughing and joking or doing all the things because now we have something to connect with and actually laugh and joke about that we value, and so you have to make sure that yeah. your values match your activities as well. Because if you you know or if you're having trouble finding out you know finding friends or finding someone to fit in, it's find a place that gives you and prioritizes the values that that you value and you you, you hold dear to you. Because then you'll find people to connect with and grow with and really create the environment around you. You know within that, and so that's that's
0: yeah. That's that's so good. It just reminds me of a saying of like, if you're like the most successful person in the room, you're doing something wrong. Like you need to Find go into a, a different yeah. room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. But I also want to know like, how, how do we deal with friends and family who like are not helping you build your foundation, who are creating more holes, like who are just filling those holes back up. So you have to keep digging them out to like create that foundation again. Like how do you, How do you deal? How do you how what is the best way to confront that situation and to create a space that's going to help you to actually grow and not stop growing with these people that you have in your life that you don't have control over?
1: Yeah, I think that primarily is more so affected by, unfortunately, like family um, more than Mm -hmm. friends in in a certain stage of your life, because I think especially now in, in 2022. A lot of people are understanding the, you know, the, the cutoff game strong and, you know, yeah, you, you know, all these slogans that they're using where they're just like, they're, they're willing to get rid of people who aren't adding value to their life. And I think that's starting at a fundamental level now and really starting to creep into the homes and students' minds. And I love it in young adults' minds as well. I love it because they're understanding that you don't have to hang around people that are toxic or pulling you down or, you know dealing with an issue that you can't solve right don't you're not someone's healer or you know there's ways you can help people and guide them to resources that can help them but unless unless it's your job or really you feel a pull to this person you know don't make a habit of trying to jump on healing and fixing everybody just be willing to let them go you know first be willing to let people go it don't matter what it looks like, because if you, if you're not willing to let them go, they will never change. You're not going to change them. You can't change anybody. You can influence them. You can help them. But ultimately, you have to let them work out that issue on their own. And, you know, which Future why I mentioned, the, you know, it really starts in the family because the family is the part where a lot of times family tries to in the best interest of you, they want to tell you to do this or you should be doing this or you got to do this. Or often they leave you alone (laughs) and they leave the world to try to teach you this. And really the world doesn't care about you any less. So they're like, you know, I think we just have a flip flop where we try to teach our children in the house. And I struggled with this with my son had to learn this really quickly and had to change the way I raised my household and thought about talking to other students when I'm you know, in front of audiences or speaking to them is not trying to Teach them how the world's going to look at them. I try to teach them the wisdom of how to, enc- when they encounter situations, practice this thought process so you know what to do when it happens. So when you have people in your life, you know, who are there, who are pushing you around or telling you <clears throat> what to do, you know, okay. I'm going to listen to, I, I listen to everything. I've gotten so good at it. I can listen to you tell me an entire spiel of what you think God said to you, what you feel I should be doing, how you think I should be. I'm like, awesome. Thank you. And I will turn around. And it goes right out the other ear. It goes through a filter. And I'm like, does this line up with anything I'm doing right now? Nope. Okay, you know, because if it's meant to be, it'll come back and you'll hear it later. There'll be an opportunity for you to feel, you know, and that person will feel good because they encouraged you. But you didn't down them and say, like, this doesn't matter because they're trying to do it in the best interest of you. So you want to respect that and give them let them talk. Let them say what they're going to say. Okay, cool. You know, and and some people you just I don't I'm not you can just tell them if you're comfortable. I'm not really interested in doing that right now. I appreciate what you're doing. I, I can't. I'm right now, I'm focusing on X, Y, and Z. Just tell them. So then they stop talking, Uh, (laughs) you know, and be willing to walk away and be willing to separate yourself from them. And you can do that inside of your family. This is not, and if you can't do that, you need to talk to your guidance counselor and ask them for ways to express and talk to your your mom or your dad or your guardian and let them know, I need a way to be able to think on my own. And they're really smothering me with all these ideas. I don't really know what I want to do. I want a chance to decide. I get their intentions. I know what they want, but this is—it's a different world for me. I want to see it through my eyes and develop my own perspective, and have an opportunity to really do the things that I feel, like you mentioned, value and, and and want to get to and, and want to want to achieve in my life.
0: Yeah. So good. In your book, you actually re- you actually say yeah. that. You, can I read yeah. it? Is that yeah, okay? <laughs> it says, "Tell them I need some space right now." I am not crazy and nothing is wrong. I just no longer want to keep digging holes in my life and continue to allow people to tell me how to rebuild it. I want to make sure I'm not using this relationship in place of understanding myself and allowing you to be the elevator of peace, joy, and purpose in my life.
1: Yeah.
0: Dang. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you say it. <laughs> and that's like a tough conversation, you know, but that's what you should be saying to those people who are not helping. And yeah in the way that you feel like you need to be held. You have to create boundaries and you have to know like what is coming out of their mouth is not who you are. And that environment does kind of build you and like make you who you are, but you're going to know from them that is not how I want to be instead of, Ooh, that's how I should be. It's like, no, that's what I don't want to be. Like everyone has that built in them of like who they are and what they are and what they want and what their values are, what they want their life to look like. And if that, toxic behavior behaviors not aligning with you, it is okay to create boundaries with your family, with those things.
1: Yeah. Especially if you're out of their house and an adult or on your own, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was, it's a hard conversation. It, it is a difficult conversation because they've done so much for you and you want to honor that sacrifice and honor those things, which is why I say, let them talk and let, you know, hear what they're saying. It's like, all right, I'm not not doing that right now, uh, but you know, yeah. <laughs> there's just certain things that you just have to separate yourself for, so you really know, you know, where you're trying to go, because they also are trying to heal. And some people make the mistake of trying to heal through other people and trying to, you know, oh, I, I you know, I'm going to tell you this because I wish I had learned it. Well, great, I'm glad you wish you learned it. Go do something about it now, because you still have time to change whatever it is you wish you learned. Do it now. And then you didn't then you, then you tell me about it. Don't don't tell me what you wish you had done and didn't do and don't have any outcome or output. You know, you have no results for what you said you wish you would have done or the outcome. So don't tell me to go do it to try to use my life as an experiment for your benefit, because that doesn't work that way. And I think if we as, as friends yeah. or family need to stop doing that to other people, is trying to say, Oh, I wish I would have done X. If I had done this and then making them go do it and then now it doesn't work for them. And now they have the story of, man, I wish I would have not done this. And so now you guys are going back and forth with the generations that go, that come after you. And it's like, well, just stop (laughs) and let them say, you know, I wish I would have done this, but I'm going to let you go through and find out what works for you. Because even though I wish I had done it, I'm going to find a way to still do it or, and get there. And that's what most people don't. Do they want to give up all this advice of things that they missed out on without realizing they have time to do a lot of the stuff they wanted to do just using your life right now. And you have to understand what that looks like for you and you need space to do it.
0: Right. hundred percent. I think that's so good. I, you guys rewind and listen to that again. <laughs> Cause that's something that can be so life-changing, you know, if you really applied it. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of this can, and I think friends and family is just such a hot topic. It's such a important topic that, um that you just need to address and you need to like sit down and do um and give that time to yourself one thing i feel like like sean and i both are learning right now is like slowing down like we all think we're in this race to like get 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 but to get there you do have to slow down and do these like small little tasks that are going to project you it's kind of like a an arrow you gotta like pull it back Mm -hmm. and pull it back to slow down so that i can launch you forward you know and take the time to actually put yourself in the situation to sit down and write it down and to really like identify what you want and who you are and what you're going to allow around you is Going to be absolutely
1: life changing. Yeah, because your identity changes um, as you get older, as you grow. You know, starting from this youth, young age to even now, your identity is going to change. And what I mean by that is you're going to continue to notice new things that your brain starts to like because you're going to experience different, you know, different things, different people, different environments. You're going to be like, oh, this is fun. Oh, I didn't know I wanted to be an engineer. I changed my major in college probably like nine times. That's this is why. Just tip word for the wise: if you guys get college credit before you get to college you guys can have your time to change your major and still graduate on time without having to do any summer classes. So just a tip for you guys here. but I came in with 15, 15 credits. So I had an entire semester done. So I was able to change my major wow. during that first period nine times, you know, to figure out, I was like, eh, I want to be an engineer. now I want to be a doctor. No, I want to study chemistry. No, I want to study biology. now I want to study finance. I'm just, I mean, because I have the opportunity and I'm meeting so many people and seeing so many experiences. And so but before you get there, you know, you have to start and understand that you're going to constantly change, meaning you know, you're know, you going to have an old version of yourself and you're going to have a new version of yourself. You're going to have one way of life you thought you wanted to live and then something's going to happen and you're like, OK, now I want to do this. And it's normal. It's okay. It's perfectly fine for you to take that trajectory. As long as it's an idea that originated from you and you understand how it fits with your values in your life and where you want to go. Don't follow the wind just because someone's blowing in that direction. You walk in the direction that you feel you're carried into. As long as it's adding value into your life, it's making you feel safer about yourself, making you feel comfortable in your own skin. Then go for it. And walk in that direction and don't follow anybody else unless they're also going in that direction then you can partner together and you guys can work together like me and bridget right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah do it <laughs> so- Yeah, i think people come and go in your life you guys and it's for a reason and there is a bigger plan for you and it's okay if things don't work out with some people sometimes that's a blessing in the end and and it's okay to let things go. I think that's the one thing is like you want to hold on and hold on and make it work and fix it and you love these people and you are allowed to love people from afar and that is okay.
1: Yes. I love it. I love that. And I hope you guys found so much value in this podcast episode because I think it's you know, we really wanted to scratch the surface of the friends and family. We really want to like I say, give you that general those general nuggets, so you guys know what you cannot do right now to reevaluate my friends, re-eval- reevaluate my family, and really the relationships that we have together. You know, and with the people around you, because that those are always going to change, and you have the ability and you have the power to change them. And if they don't respect you saying I need space, run! Like run in the opposite direction. Because right. now, <laughs> if, if people won't give you space or let you go, either they're latching onto you and sucking life out of you. Or they're latching onto mm-hmm. you to prevent themselves from healing or dealing with whatever part of their life that's going to ultimately push back onto you. Because as a, as a saying goes, you become who you hang around. You are who's in your environment. And I've, I'm a propon- it's a proponent of that. Because if you know people who started with nothing and then now they're you know have a successful company, successful businesses, and go on to do great things in their life, or maybe they have families, or they have you know an activity or a, a passion that they have. Right? It's because they changed who they were hanging around. And yes, they may have had or a rough upbringing, even people who changed after high school. They're like, oh, I I decided to hang around with positive people. And this is not encouraging you to wait to that point because you're going to have a lot of things that are going to lead to, you know, deeper problems later because you waited so late to change your environment. You're going to have to deal with different things as you get older. So the earlier you do this and you realize that your environment is going to determine your outcome and who you hang, you know, how you hang around, what's the trajectory. And it's going to be annoying because it's not going to be a lot of people you feel you can connect with at first. But believe me, the friends you have now will not be there 10 years from now. So just, you know, make this important decision to know, like Bridget said, know yourself, know who you are, and really be able to create that space with your friends and family and people who don't give you the value or ultimately help you get to where you want to go.
0: Yeah. And hold on to the ones that do. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. That's a good part too. <laughs> hold on to the ones, that you, the ones you guys have right now. Please hold on to them, Lord. Please. <laughs> hold on to them. Help them out. <laughs>
0: yes. Ephesians
1: 4, 22 to 24. It says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind and to put on the new self created to be like god and in true righteousness and holiness
0: <laughs> that's good i love that <laughs> all right
1: guys so i hope okay. you love this week's episode uh don't forget you guys can get the book brick by brick appreciate your thinking available on amazon walmart target pretty much everywhere i did a couple interviews as well and have some other podcasts out there so you guys just search the book you guys will be able to listen to those and please let us know if you want us to help you prioritize your life and get you a 90-day plan and really help you understand yeah. where, you know. what's next. What should I do next? What should I, Or what should I focus on now, rather, to get me to where I want to go? So go to ForTheYouthPodcast.com, fill out the form, and we will be in contact with you to help you understand where it is you want to go. Because this is For The youth Podcast, where youth
0: are all that matter.